How are you doing on this great Wednesday afternoon? My name is Hayden Joyner, and this is Off the Bench, your top sports talk show here on XLR Land University Radio. I'm joined with my co-hosts Chris Fortenberry and Liam Worley. Guys, how's it going? Yeah, same here, you know. Pretty, about about pretty. to be exam week. It, uh, it's a tough one for you guys, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah, yeah we're uh we haven't experienced the best relationship with our sports teams the past few weeks no. either, so it's been it's been a tough one and uh we'll jump we'll jump straight into it. I, I will say it's been two weeks since we've been on the show, so I'm probably gonna be really rusty. Yeah. I completely forgot la- like last time we were on the show, completely forgot we didn't we had Thanksgiving break and I we worked at the show. Yeah. Like Wednesday rolled around and I was like Wait a second. And I got a notification on my phone, like, off the bench today. And I was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, oh, wait, we're home. And then I think I texted y'all, oh, here's the game picks, by the way, because I'd completely forgot about everything. Yeah. But um, yeah, we got those in by the Thursday night games. Yeah. Yeah. Good, 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 good stretch. And uh, we all, well, two of us picked the Lions to win that game. I don't know how smart we were, Chris. Not well, very, I mean, but, uh, it wasn't like it was a bad pick. They definitely should have won they that They definitely could have, I mean, better clock management, and you argue that they could manage it. Yeah, but, I mean, they should have won. Okay. They had it in the bag. Yeah. And, I don't know, like the Lions do, they find a way to lose. You know, good teams find ways to win, bad teams find ways to lose. And Andy freaking Dalton. But yeah, well, we'll jump in straight to college. Um, who who wants to start? For, don't even. For matter. people unaware, Chris is an Ohio State fan, and, and Liam's an Auburn fan, and both teams arguably had the worst possible weekend they could have had. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with Chris. We'll joy. Start, joy. Great. So uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes, at number two in the country at the time, lost to the rivals Michigan Wolverines. 27 to 42 on Saturday. First time Michigan's defeated Ohio State in what, six years? Seven? First time Jim Harbaugh's no, defeated Joe. It was 10 years. 10 years? It's been that long, really? 2011 was when they beat us. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that'll, that'll do it to you. Chris, what was uh, your reaction to this game? Obviously, I mean, you were texting us the whole time. After the first drive, you were saying Michigan was going to beat y'all. And actually, to be Clear uh, before the game started. Okay, said they were gonna beat before us. Yeah. like two weeks ago, you've been saying they're gonna beat y'all. Yeah, but, well, he's, he's been saying it for a while. He was feeling a, a loss out of the last three games, regardless. I told y'all it was gonna happen yeah. eventually. Well, yeah, gonna you're gonna get right eventually. It's the same with like Stephen A. Smith saying the Cowboys are gonna lose every week. Like, yeah. They're gonna lose eventually. Well, I just said, I was saying all it's gonna take is for us to play just like we did against Oregon, not physical enough, get. Uh, destroyed at the line in the trenches. Very true. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, Michigan went for what over two hundred yards rushing. Well maybe, over two hundred, maybe yeah. close to three hundred at that point. They, the, all their touchdowns are running. The yeah. last two drives, I, I want to honestly say, in their last two drives, they threw the ball one time. Yeah, they didn't. They ran it every time, other than once well, in the last well, two drives. Kay McNamara was thirteen of nineteen, one fifty nine in an interception, and that's not the stat line you get when you score fifty two points and beat your rival. Yeah. But uh, Hassan Haskins had uh, 169 yards and uh, five TDs. So yeah. that'll do it to you. That'll do it to you. You know, the thing is, like, obviously we gave up too many sacks to Hutchinson. He had, what, three? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's not good. He our, our tackle was just getting bullied by him all game. Yeah. I don't know what was going on. Stroud came out after the game and said his voice was gone and he couldn't call out signals. So that's why we had all those false start penalties and – all the penalties on the offensive line because he said he had no voice at all Yeah, because he was sick, which was a rumor at first, and then everyone said it was false. And then we come to find out it's true after the game. Um, the defensive line, was that was the worst performance I've ever seen us have Ooh. with Larry Johnson under uh-huh. uh, under him in the past probably five years or so. You know, We've been known to have very good defensive lines with Chase Young, the Bosa brothers. I mean, that's kind of been our thing. And then to go out there and put up that performance was just embarrassing. 
And I already told y'all, like, our linebackers were weak, so I figured that they were going to run the ball all over us. It was just kind of a, a matter of time before it happened. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker didn't happen because I just don't think Michigan State has a very good offensive line. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michigan was a different story, so. I've never seen Chris so sad. I mean, it'd it be <laughs> like that sometimes. It really does. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, w- I was seeing some of, some of the game. I didn't catch a ton of it because, you know, it was uh, just in the midst of all the college football craziness on that Saturday. But it was nice that it snowed there for you a little bit, for a little while. That was all pretty, wasn't it? No, no that wasn't what, pretty at all. That, that didn't help us either because <laughs> it just, I don't know what we were doing. I, I would have thought that Stroud would have kind of not thrown as much we just would have run the ball all day yeah no he threw for 400 yards through like 44 passes yeah he played well i mean the only thing that i'll i'll say we didn't do was tackle capitalize and maybe score a little bit more because i remember well yeah tackle <laughs> but i remember like braxton miller he won against michigan one year 42 41 mm-hmm. you know and obviously the defense didn't play very well gave up 41 points but my god i mean he stepped up and scored enough points to win that's the only flaw I'll, I'll, and drawback I'll say about the offense is that, yeah, they played well, but not good enough to win. Mm-hmm. And sometimes great teams have to make up for, or great players make up for, you know, a bad end of the of the stick here with the defense yeah. and just and get the, get the job done on their side. So that's the only thing I'll say about Stroud and the offense. Um, overall, the offense didn't play that bad. It was just kind of uh, costly penalties – like on third downs, mm-hmm. um, second down and short, get a penalty, make it 10 yards back with a holding or something like that. Um, I did see a lot of that from y'all. Y'all mm-hmm. didn't have very good discipline no. penalty-wise on either side of and the ball. And Stroud took the blame for that by saying he couldn't, he wasn't calling out the signals because of his voice or whatever. I don't know. Well, yeah. Excuses well, are excuses. I, we'll hear it. I feel like I if mean, his voice was like not working or something, they should have had some kind of plan set in place to Yeah, but if that. it's cold, you know, you've been yelling already. Uh, well, you got all the hand signals. You got people, you got coaches literally dancing done, and holding emojis on the was side. like that dude in the NFL when he lost his voice and they had, for the 49ers, they put that big old box on his back mm-hmm. so it could project his voice louder. Yeah. Yeah, they should have done that. When was that? That was back in, he was a good quarterback too. It was like in the... Or maybe late. It was late nineties, early two thousand for the Niners. Maybe even later than that. No, like know. Montana. Like no, no. It was he. Like no. This is no, no. This Steve was maybe in the eighties. When did Montana play? Eighties, nineties. Well, Steve Young played for them too, and he was, he was dang good. This was when Joe Montana was just not even starting yet. This was like before he took over. And became like a big thing. No I, idea. I couldn't tell you. Did yeah. you just see some weird ESPN special on this? Chris? Yeah, like, this guy was actually pretty solid, and he was. He was good. He had he lost his voice. He was the starter for the Niners. This was before Montana took over. And they put this big old box on his back to project his voice. Hmm. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. I'm Interesting. I'm this now. 49ers quarterback speaker thing. I don't know what they even look. Yeah, okay. Here we go. I found... Uh, look at what they put on his back. It was crazy. It was definitely later uh, than I thought. It had yeah, to have been Yeah, I'm looking 80s. at it now. It's... Um, it, ni- it was 1980, quarterback Steve DeBerg. Yep. Is that it? There he is. See, he was a pretty dang... I've never heard of his name before, Chris. He wasn't bad. It's just the the reason he, he kind of flip-flopped from teams, and um, Montana ended up taking over, and that was the last year of, uh, yeah. of that guy. Oh, well. So so after this performance, Chris, do you still think C.J. Stroud's in the Heisman? Of course. You still think he's there? I mean, you're going to... I mean, It's him and Bryce gonna, Young right now. You're going to take away from a 400-yard, two-touchdown, no-pick game? Yeah. I mean, he put up 27 points against the number five team in the country. 
Mr. Bryce Young played six and six Auburn and mm-hmm. didn't put up a touchdown until the last minute of the game. Yeah. You're gonna tell me I don't I cannot understand, I can't fathom how people are saying Bryce Young should win the Heisman when the dude has played subpar defenses and subpar teams and he still is putting up the same rookie number, numbers rookie, rookie, as Stroud, rookie, yeah. who's missed a game. Bryce Young hasn't missed a game. Stroud missed a full yeah. game, and he's still getting pulled the same time as Bryce Young. And Stroud obviously played a better game against a better defense and a better team. I know he didn't get the win because he wasn't bailed out by his defense like uh, Bryce Young was. But uh-huh. any any decent team that was playing Alabama with the way they were playing would have beaten them by like 21, which is what Georgia's about to do this weekend. Or whenever they're playing, I don't know when yeah. they're playing. Well, let's jump into the SEC. So, yeah, there's, Liam, there's my my piece. On that. Yeah, so Auburn led. I mean, it looked like an upset <laughs> waiting to happen. Auburn was up pretty much the entire game. It seemed it was what ten, no. 10 yeah. nothing for most we, of the game. We were up the entire game. We were up the entire until about four minutes left when they went on two straight drives and uh, no, no, or was it no? We it was one minute. To go. Yeah, it was one minute to go. Yeah, they, got all the they scored with twenty six seconds left, and that's yeah. when it got tied. Yeah, that's what yep. they got tied. They they got ten. Alabama had ten points in the fourth quarter. Bryce Young led them through. His stats were uh, twenty five of thirty one, three seven three seventeen passing, one TD, one interception. I mean, I thought the, I was I tuned into the last maybe five minutes of the game, eight minutes because we were like, oh crap, they're actually going to maybe win this. And it was right before the Carolina Clemson game, and I was chilling to watch it. And I was, you know, I thought they were, I thought they were going to win. And you, I'd seen all the replays, and I'd seen it on Twitter like the defense was outstanding the entire time. Yeah. And y'all were y'all were getting the turnovers, stopping them on downs like two or three times. It seemed it was. It was ins- it was insane what Auburn was doing to Alabama, and everyone was like, "Oh, this is going to really shake up the playoff now," especially with Ohio State losing earlier in the day, and uh, it all came crumbling down. You took them to four overtimes, which is pretty impressive, I'd say. But no. What was what was your thoughts on it? All right, so I'm going to go back to the South Carolina game since I went to that game, and just want to say Tank Bigsby had statistically had his best game. We led in every possible statistic except the points, uh-huh. and obviously we lost. So. You know, I was really irritated going into Iron Bowl week. Had was not optimistic at all going into the game until I saw one hype video that got me really hyped for it. And then <laughs> that's when you posted or something. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, we uh, we saw we saw us score some points before Alabama did. And Chris, you know, understand your Bryce Young point. I think he and Stroud are this is probably the closest Heisman race I can remember. Anyway, mm-hmm. but. This is the best defensive game I've seen any of our teams play ever. I mean, my team anyway. Yeah. Any Auburn defense play was this one. Our defensive line got after Bryce Young all night, sacked him, I think, seven times. Uh, Roger McCreary was an animal, batted down five or six passes, and Jacoby McLean's our best linebacker and one of our uh, leading tacklers ever. And, uh, you know, he was getting after it all night as well. And, you know, those stops that they were able to make and passes they were able to bat down kept us in the game because we, knowing us, we shouldn't have been in it after about halfway through the second quarter. Mm-hmm. But uh, we could never get any run game going, which really hurts us because, you know, I think that's our strength. TJ Finley hasn't meshed uh, great with the receivers in the few games he's been able to play. So that was a. Uh, that was where we were able to score our points somehow, but uh, I don't know. Both of the touchdowns that he threw, uh, Kobe Hudson was able to break a tackle, and then I don't. Landon King made a one-handed grab in the first overtime. That was insane. But yeah. 
places where we should have won the game is Tank should have uh, gotten down inbounds on that second down yeah, where it would have made everywhere. it third or two. That would have taken 40 seconds off the clock. Uh, I understand if he gets the first down that, you know, that even ends the game the sooner. Too, yeah, yeah. And uh, I also think we should have gone for two on the first overtime. I was about to ask you, what's your, what was your thought process yeah. on that? Because like, a lot of people are saying, you know, you're the underdog. You're trying to knock off the number three team in the country at the time. Do you just, you know, bite the bullet and try to end it as soon as you can yeah. rather than drag Let's it on? And all our on. fan base is dastardly, too. I mean, we're <laughs> I'm sure we we're still biting the uh, heads off of the coaches and players this week, even after a great performance, you know, from our perspective. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we had a – I think it was a pretty good draw up for our first two-point in the third overtime, and uh, I didn't think we had much more beyond that. I'm glad we fired Mike Bobo because I think he's a trash offensive coordinator. <laughs> so, and, I mean, it's because of this game. If he could have scored any more points this game, he would – you know be retaining his job for next year but yeah if we could have got it in the first overtime with that little uh fake out we had to the right and then throw it back across the field of play to uh john samuel sinker we would have we would have won the ball game and we would have rushed the field and it would have been you know shades of joyous 2019 <laughs> 2017 and 2013 but not this year um i th- this game i, I felt like I think it was this game where during the whole overtime they just kept showing videos like these fans like mostly like sorority girls like just crying. Yeah. And I was like I was crying. I was like y'all Liam was crying. I was like y'all are just trying to get everybody to feel bad and it just makes you hate Auburn or not Auburn makes you hate Alabama even more for ruining such a great moment that could have been. But um yeah, Chris called me probably 20 or 30 minutes after the game and I I just got done crying. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, I could tell. Yeah. I felt bad too. It was, uh, yeah. yeah. I knew he was feeling. What what had happened with TJ at the end of the game where he was like half hurt, half playing? Uh, he got. I'd missed all. Of I that. think he either got sacked or it was like a you know he just threw the ball and someone tackled him and you know just landed it awkwardly on his leg or got rolled on or something. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's if we would have had Gus Malzahn, we would have won this game. If we would have had a healthy Bo Nix, we would have won this game. If we would have had that combination throughout the season, we'd be eleven and one. But I don't know. It's it's would just it, one of those things, man. Would Bo Nix have led y'all to victory? Oh my gosh, we we would have. I think we for if he would have stayed healthy, we would have beat Mississippi State and then beat South Carolina and then also beat Alabama and we'd be the SEC West champions. But yeah. So y'all finished six and six. You're at least bowl eligible. Which is no, great. I'm not taking that. No. <laughs> what was your your prediction before the season? Was what five and seven? Five and seven. Which hey, is, well, though it looked for a while that y'all were going to go like nine and three and yeah, like no, float out of the water. I said we were five and two, then went six and six. We were six and two, and then went six and six. Y'all lost four straight, really? Yep. Wow. Yep. To, it was what? It was this game, Arkansas. Uh, it was no, we State. we beat Arkansas. It oh, was, you beat Arkansas. A and M, Mississippi State, South Carolina, Alabama. South Carolina was what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yep. What a <laughs> the life. whole year you were saying as long as we beat South Carolina, that's all I care about. Yep. That it didn't was. happen. And, and then the and then you you pretty game. much got teased with the Alabama game. Yeah, he was about the only about. he was about the only person that messed with me after the Alabama game. After the South Carolina game, everyone and their freaking brother was texting me or calling me, and I only picked up on his because I always, knew because I knew he wasn't a Carolina fan. Yeah, so you know. see, that's why I was glad that we could beat. I mean, we didn't beat 
Kentucky didn't beat South Carolina in that great of a fashion, but we at least beat them, so I had that against them, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We, we from what I, our offense hasn't played great the past four weeks besides the first half of the Mississippi the State Nicks game. Effect. Yep. Yep. That's it. Bonex for Heisman next year, right? No. No. <laughs> you know what I will say? We're going to be worse next year than this year. What, Chris? That I already know what's going to happen in the next week. Next week? In like, next couple of weeks. In like What, that Spencer Rattler's going to Auburn? No. Georgia is <laughs> going to take it. <laughs> Georgia's going to lose to Alabama. You know, that, you that know makes, yeah. You that know, makes the, yeah. the committee in everybody's life worse. 10 times easier. Yeah, I mean, we've it's talked easy, about but that. Worse. <clears throat> no, it makes it easier because that's the easy pick for the Heisman, and that's an easy pick for the playoff. You, you just have Georgia and Alabama, and then you have Cincinnati and Michigan if they get their job done, which they will. Nah, to, they'll put Ohio State above Michigan. <clears throat> to be above fair. Cincinnati. No, 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 no. Cincinnati's guaranteed as long as they beat Houston. <laughs> no, they aren't. Yeah, they, they are. are. Y'all don't. I, I want them to be available. I just know something's going to happen. Well, no, the spread's like... We talked about it in management class. It's like nine and a half or ten and a half. If they cover the spread against Houston, which I'm not so sure that they will, yeah. uh, Houston's not awful. No, they're not. I mean, they've only got one loss. I think them being ranked twenty something is too low. I think they're probably a mid-teen. They are. Team. They're twenty-one. Yeah, they're eleven and one. Yeah, I think they're probably about a mid-teen team. I think they're with Wake Forest and Pitt at least in the fifteen, sixteen. I think that's yeah. No, speed. that's I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Uh, I think I think the Big Twelve championship is going to be a shootout. So whoever comes out on top, I mean Baylor's not going to get in if they win, but if Oklahoma State they get wins, in. I yeah. think they should. I don't know. There's there's scenarios where you know four or five of the top six teams could lose, which would kind of open it back up, and would pro- we would see a two loss team get in regardless. I think it'll be. This is what they want. This is what they want. Yeah. This is what the committee wants. I agree with you. Georgia We've talked about this twice this week already. Bama. Yeah. They're going to drop to two. Michigan's going to beat Iowa. They're going to go to number one. Okay? Yeah. Then Cincinnati's going to be put at three. Mm-hmm. They're undefeated. Um, whatever. Wait, so you're going to say thing. Alabama's going to drop after beating Georgia? Alabama's just going to sit at four. They're at three right now. Yeah, they're going to be at four. So they're going to drop after beating Bama. Because it's perfect. Because that way they can have their Georgia versus Bama SEC championship, and then Georgia can destroy Bama because it's hard to beat the same team twice, and it works yeah. out perfect. They can give Bryce Young the Heisman, hand it to him on a silver platter because he beat Georgia, yeah. number one team, whatever, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. And you get your Michigan is going to lose to Bama in the first round, and Cincinnati is going to get absolutely waxed by Georgia, and it's the perfect rematch, Georgia versus Bama, in the championship game. It's perfect. So what are you thinking, Hayden? And Ohio State can sit at home and watch it all unfold after they play their meaningless bowl game. You see, I the love... The Bowl's lovely. Don't even. It was great. Not anymore. I've, I've been there. It's lovely. <laughs> it means nothing anymore. I don't care. I've In been... the BCS system, it was a great bowl game. Now, it means nothing. No, I love it. It's just the second place teams and they make it. Yep. But, no, and, and I love parody. I love things switching up. I don't, like, everyone's like, oh, I hate change, blah, blah, blah. I love change. I want there to be four different teams in the playoff every single year. I think it's great. So, in a perfect, you know, the, the last five years have been hell because I don't want to see Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, and Oklahoma in the playoff three out of four I years. Agree. Super boring. What I'd love, Georgia to absolutely dog walk Alabama, beat them by 40. I don't care. Make Bryce Young lose the Heisman race. Give it to CJ Stroud for however. They're not going to do that. For however much he does. To be fair, it. Nick Saban's going to come out gunslinging this week. Yeah, I, mean, I, hope, you know, I hope Georgia stuffs him up. He's wrecked them in practice, nope. I'm sure. Yep. That's not my prediction, but that's what I want to happen. So yeah. that happens. Georgia, undisputed number one, a whole tier above everybody else. Michigan, 
doesn't lose whatever happens there with Iowa. It doesn't matter. They'll stay at number two. Alabama drops probably you know below to whatever. Cincinnati goes to three. Oklahoma State takes care of business. Put them at four. Done. That's what I want. I, I think that's. I think that's the realistic the most, one. I think that's the most likely you know, outcome want, we have. You know, I would love mm-hmm. Georgia, like you say, blows out Alabama. Yep. Michigan can win. That's fine. Just, just win. Just let them win. Um, Oklahoma State loses to Baylor. Uh, then Bama obviously loses to Georgia. Mm-hmm. And Cincinnati loses to Houston. <sighs> That knocks Cincinnati out. So then you put what Oklahoma State and Notre Dame in, or no. you, Ohio, Ohio State? No, Notre Oklahoma, Dame's out. Oklahoma State also lost. Oh, you said this. they lost. Okay, yeah. I missed that. Notre Dame's already out because Kelly's gone. They said the playoff. The head guy of the playoff said the head coaching changes matter. They did say that, yeah. So Notre Dame has so no Notre shot. Dame has no shot. They're, they're they don't even done. play other game, do they? No, nope. they're they're done. They're out. You're sitting at six, but you may as well be fifty because you have no chance. Correct. So um, then who goes in? Us. <laughs> <laughs> which would be great because that would mean we'd have more motivation after we lose by 30 to Georgia. But would they drop Michigan for losing far enough below to where you would jump Michigan? Well, they'd have to lose by like 21. They have to be really embarrassed. But yeah. then, I mean, y'all lost by about what? 15. Yeah. But they'll yeah. probably be like, all oh, right, they played at Michigan in the snow and it's a tough environment. And it's kind of a, it's a rivalry game, so it's kind yeah. of it's one of those it's like Bama playing Auburn. They're not going to hold that against them because it's yeah. a rivalry game, especially at Auburn and yeah. especially at Michigan. I mean, well, these are are I mean two of the top three biggest rivalries in the sport. So either year it could happen. Well, give me give me your thoughts on this conspiracy because a lot of people were mad yesterday when Alabama stayed at three instead of being dropped after their uh, Auburn Auburn outing. Games. Well, everyone was saying you know oh you go into four overtimes against an under or a. Uh, an unranked team, you should probably drop for that because they had already dropped off of number one, number two earlier in the year for having a close game against, um, I don't even know who it was, but they had a close game. They dropped them down to number two. So why didn't they do it here? Well, everyone's saying, oh, they're keeping them, them at three. So when they inevitably, inevitably lose to Georgia, they just dropped to four and stay in. Cause it's like, oh, you lose the number one, number one team in the country. Maybe it was with you. You were close to covering or barely covered the spread. We'll only drop you one spot. So then they go to four just to keep them in the playoff. You think that's what's going to happen? No, no. On on paper, <sighs> if you look at it, and if Alabama loses to Georgia, what does Alabama have over Ohio State? On paper, nothing. I mean, nothing. Either they'll be the same record. If anything, I mean, Alabama's probably played more worse games than Ohio State. Yeah, yeah I would had say closer games than we. I had. mean, I'd say. You know, they usually look at three key wins, you know, in the playoff show or whatever. I would say that their win against us would be one of their three key wins if they which got is, in. Which isn't saying much. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. And then, I mean, Ohio State has two losses, one oh. to number 10 Oregon, the other to the number two team in the country. Yeah. All right. And then Alabama's two losses will be to the number one team in the country. And, and unranked to, A&M. Like what? Or they're ranked they're like in the 20s. Yeah, they're now 18? Uh, they're 25. 25 ranked A&M. There you go. And they played LSU, what, to a six-point game? Yeah. And they mm-hmm. had to go to four overtimes to beat Auburn. Yeah. And statistically, Ohio State has a better offense than Alabama and probably about the same defense, maybe better. But that, that's in a perfect world of literally everybody in front of you who's not disqualified as a Notre Dame loses. The, thing, the sad thing is, though, like, would anybody really want to see 
Oklahoma State versus Georgia? I would. Nobody wants to see anybody play Georgia. We want Georgia to go ahead and say that they're in the national championship, and then we play the two and the three but seed. But what's going to sell more tickets? Like, I, I wouldn't watch Georgia-Oklahoma State. I'd be like, all right, I was 42 team, nothing at halftime. Those are figures. two teams you'll never, ever see play each other ever again. Yeah, but there's so a I reason. See it. There's Dude, a reason for that. Whoever Oklahoma they State, play, I think Alabama still – Besides maybe a really pumped up Michigan is the best chance we can see Georgia get beat. I want a Georgia Cincinnati final rematch of last year's uh, Fiesta Bowl, whatever the hell it was. <laughs> Peach want, Bowl, maybe. Peach Bowl, yeah, I think that's what it was. I want a rematch of that and just see what happens. I think right now a fully healthy um, Ohio State team can beat anybody in the country. I think except so. Michigan, no, and Oregon. It's it's all with the way things rumble. Okay. You guys need to to remember Ohio State got screwed last year with Michigan. Chris, uh-huh. I kind of buy what you're saying. But look, we they this didn't play conspiracy us. Like they but, didn't, they didn't play us at our house, right? Where did Georgia play last year in Michigan again? They didn't. No, or we you didn't, didn't, you didn't play. play you didn't they play. skipped right. out because yeah, of COVID. 2020. They used that excuse. I kind of buy what you're that saying. That changes everything. But they can't put Ohio State in since they didn't even play in the in a conference, conference championship. championship. That doesn't matter. It, it's going no, to. No, because if you look at all right, the only conference, the only conference <laughs> that's structured in the dumbest way possible is the Big Ten. How? You have Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. And well, you make the same argument for the SEC. In Michigan State, in the same division. Well, the, the SEC West Those is four teams so. can yeah. never play each other in the SEC championship or a Big Ten championship game. Well, tell the other teams to just get good. It's about all it takes. No, but you only have Wisconsin and Iowa on the other side. That's the only two teams worth the crap over there. Oh, boy. Yeah. We Introduce them to yeah. the SEC. We could where one side's say the same Alabama, thing. Auburn, no, no, Old no, Miss, the, Arkansas is now kind of no, good. If you look at the SEC, it changes every year with teams that are good. LSU That's is always Georgia is a then, world beater one year. Well, and, and they can't win a game in the, the next SEC year. West. It's kinda of, it's the same thing for the Big Ten. Penn State's not going out competing for the Big Ten championship yeah. every year. Michigan State had They're been garbage team. the past couple of years. Yeah. I would say more consistently though, those teams are pretty good and ranked. Mm, Michigan I'm, State has a bad year, maybe one. Well, I disagree. Consistently, you have you have Alabama, Auburn, LSU consistently ranked in the SEC West. And then you have Old Miss, A&M, and Arkansas, and A and M, A and M, yeah. Mississippi it, State throws well, their. And in the, the East, SEC you have West Georgia always dominate. I mean, you have the SEC East. That's because who has Georgia's, teams that come out of nowhere, like with Georgia, Florida and Georgia. It's only Georgia. Every, Florida, Florida every, hasn't been. Florida played the uh, the best in the SEC East last year. Every team in the SEC West has been ranked at some point this year. Yeah, yeah, but they're trash. The East overall. has Mizzou and Vandy and Tennessee. In Kentucky, Can you and Florida, t- tell me that Georgia. there's more than two teams in the SEC West that are actually good? Alabama and Ole Miss are good. Ole Miss is not good. And They're Auburn is Ole good on some weeks and bad on other weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I mean, you can make this argument all day. Uh, it gets made every day. I mean, I'm sure there's a professional you know, sports Index, radio show yeah. somewhere that's getting in the, that gotten this argument this week. I'm going to disagree with you because I think – more teams fluctuate in your conference in the Big Ten because Iowa and Wisconsin, they're never too terribly great. I mean, Iowa could have done something this year but didn't. Wisconsin could have done something this year but didn't. I mean, if Penn State would have had a healthy quarterback, they probably could have done something more so than what they did this year. Michigan State, I mean, Mel Tucker's finally getting things rolling in that system, which is good, which is better for your conference, but – you know, they fluctuate and always have and always will. Michigan, this is their first year, you know, realistically at a playoff since the playoff has started, and then there's y'all. Y'all are the only one. 
I would cement in the Big Ten every year that have a true and honest playoff shot. The reason because of that is Ohio State typically knocks all three of those out of the playoff running because they, if they, as long as we beat them, they can't go to the Big Ten championship game. I'm, which is what I've been saying, uh, part partly. I mean, in Michigan State, this is their first year that's you know above eight and four. That's since they made their playoff run that one year where they got smoked by Alabama. But I will say, one year Ohio State made it to the playoff without going to our conference. Yeah, but y'all had game. one loss also. Yeah, it was just an un- yeah, tiebreaker situation. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying each year is different. Like two losses could equal one loss compared to a, to a different year. I mean, like I, this year, I think a two loss team can get in because it's, I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's gonna happen. I myself would put Bama or Ohio State over a one loss Oklahoma State or one loss Notre Dame because you know those teams just can't compete. You know what in would fix playoff. all of these problems? Hmm. A twelve team playoff, even an eight, even an eight. Eight's perfect. Every too much. single problem that everyone's discussing would be completely... Because then it's like, oh, who cares if Ohio State's ranked 8th? You're still in the playoff, and you'll still beat yeah. 90% of the teams that you're going to play in the playoff. I mean, I do agree with Chris. I think the Ohio State game versus Georgia would be better than the Oklahoma State. But I think if Oklahoma State goes and beats Baylor, I think you got to put them in over Ohio State. And uh, I, yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, morally, yes, it's correct, but... At the same time, <laughs> you're all see. You said morally, and you're also biased as hell. No, no, I'm saying I would put Bama in over. I hate Bama, and I would put Bama in over Oklahoma State. A two. I mean, hundred percent. I can't put they, a two loss because Bama. of because of Nick Saban. I can't. You know he's gonna get his team. Well, now you're just talking. That's how the committee talks. Everyone hates yeah. the committee. For, it's like, hey, Bama, you lost twice. I get that. I don't care but how good your quarterback. At the same and time, you got to some competitive stuff here. I mean, I don't. I don't want to put Oklahoma State in. Oh yeah, you're you're welcome, Oklahoma State. Here's your shot. Oh, you lost by thirty five. Way way to waste a spot in the They playoffs. do that to Oklahoma every year though. Yeah. It's the same and I don't it's like the same when thing. Gets in. I don't like when Notre Dame gets in and I don't like when Oklahoma gets there's in. There's gonna be teams they have no chance. There's gonna be teams every year that we're not gonna like that get in. At least one of it's them. Oh, uh, probably the two. Seed, the four seed every year it's gonna happen. Michigan State got embarrassed. Washington got embarrassed. There's always a team that gets embarrassed. That's why I don't base it off of your record and what you do by being well, undefeated. Then it's, then what's be the, the point of the no, rankings? Because it's the four I'm, I'm trying not to cuss. The four best teams <laughs> in the country. That's what matters. But then there's no the point. Four look, best teams. I don't care if let's you're just take... Coastal Carolina. Cur- congratulations. You did your job. You're not the four best teams. Then let's just take their top four recruiting rankings at the beginning of the season and just make a playoff and say, screw the rest of the season. To be honest, it doesn't matter. Then Clemson would be in exactly. it this year. To be honest, yeah, Clemson you would could be put Clemson year. in over Oklahoma State, and they would play better than Oklahoma Negative. State because of coaching Quoting and, that one. and players. <laughs> Oklahoma, Mike Gundy would rip the wheels off of Brent Venables. Mike Gundy <laughs> can do whatever he wants. He's got no chance against Georgia if he gets in. We're Cincinnati take... has no chance against they don't, and I'm a Oklahoma State doesn't. I mean, your offense. I mean, I don't. I still don't understand Georgia's offense. I don't know how they score points like they do. But your offense, you know, I might be the best in the nation. Listen, do you know the year we lost 31-0 to Clemson? Yes. Not a chance. We should have been in the playoff. I don't care if our name is Ohio State. It is not hard to tell who the four best teams are. Okay, I could have told you that year we had no business being in. I'm not being biased here. I'm just saying. Yeah, I get it. But 
I think it's easy. you should it's apply for the next hard, spot on the committee when there's no opening. Yeah. This is how they think. Yeah, this prop. This, this is what everybody complains about is this line of thinking, and I've, that's why we want a bigger playoff. I've had this argument. I've thinking. had this argument every year since 2014. Yeah, I mean, it's just how it happens. I mean, like Auburn, the year that they went to the SEC championship game, beat the number one team in the country twice, and Correct. then lost. Definitely. If you look at them as an overall unit, they can play and hang with the top teams in the country. Yeah, well, we also They're have four three team. losses at that point. That's fine. You shouldn't base it off of. We ended up like record. ten and four or something <laughs> like ridiculous. Like, if you ever heard of a ten and four record before, no, no, you just kind of got screwed based off of your schedule. Like, you had to play and beat Georgia twice. That wasn't that wasn't an easy task. <sighs> Gosh, I hate being an Auburn fan. It's tough. We're gonna go into a quick break. Chris, drink some rain. And, I already uh, finished it. it. it well, it's probably why it that's, got me going. That's crazy. probably why Honestly, you were going insane. I was gonna say. Well, I've we'll, seen you only ever drink like one energy drink before. Before this, he was chugging it. Just <clears throat> get him, get him some water, Liam. We'll, we'll, we'll calm him yeah. down a little bit. We'll go into a break, guys. If you're not following us on our podcast network, check us out there at Off the Bench with spaces between each word. We are on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else you listen. Just look up Off the Bench. With spaces in between, you can see all episodes from the past three seasons. Check us out there. Listen to one song, and we'll be right back with some more college football. And we are back here on Off the Bench. My name is Hayden Joyner, joined with Chris Fortenberry and Liam Worley. We got a little animated, I'd say, in the last segment. Chris arguing in favor of the playoff committee's decisioning, uh, decision-making. Was I'd I say. really in favor of them, though? You were basically saying, hey, I don't care what your record is. If you look good, we'll let you in, which is exactly when you end up with Ohio State, Bama, Georgia, and Oklahoma every year. Well, it's like if I had to choose, okay, do I want a team that could potentially beat this team? Or do I want a team that has a good record but has no chance of beating this team? I'm withdrawing my name from this argument. Yeah. That's kind of how you look at it. If I could choose, I'd pick every single undefeated team that was remaining, which there's only like two. That's just awful, though. But, I, you, you know, Georgia, Cincinnati, UTSA, and Wake Forest when they were all oh undefeated, what a what a show that would be. Is that even a show? That's like the least I watched. Think, I think I think Cincinnati Wake Forest would be a pretty fun game, and then UTSA. It's just for the the parody of how if bad they're not. Beat. They're not on. Uh, not anymore. Yeah. That was those like the last four undefeated. Teams I wish I they of. were. They, that's because they were the last. I mean, four at this point, teams. what do you want to put yeah. the Raging Cajuns in there too? San Diego State's eleven and one. Just say Houston's eleven and one or ten and one. Louisiana Raging Cajuns eleven and one. That seems like a fun time. Anyway, speaking of Louisiana, how about Brian Kelly? Moving from uh from Notre Dame, heck, we could even down to the we, Bayou. We could even stick with that Louisiana. Their coach is going to Florida, Billy Napier. Yeah, so, you know, it's that's, just, yeah, yeah, that's an interesting move. I think. I think it is too. I, um, and then you have Lincoln Riley being overtaking Kevin Durant for biggest snake in the state of Oklahoma, going was, to USC. Yep. I mean, I, I the thing with the players commenting on the ESPN college football post or sports center post or yeah, whatever yeah. it was that's that's kind of hilarious but like that's Link- how they found out L- yeah Lincoln Riley is going to transform that USC system and they're going to be back to what we saw them you know really yeah was oh, it yeah. not us saying like a month ago that USC was like never going to find a coach and be good again <sighs> Didn't we say that? Or we were arguing about that? I never would have thought. I thought Lincoln Riley would have probably spent most of his career at Oklahoma. And if ever made a transition, it would have been to like the Dallas Cowboys or something. Yeah. 
I mean, he was he was a coaching candidate for when we hired Mike McCarthy. He yeah. was in the running. Jerry Jones liked him. I think he had an interview. Yeah, he he was definitely like up there in in like the Vegas bets, like in oh who's going to be the coach. Yeah. He was he was one of the favorites, and it didn't happen. But yeah, I never thought he'd leave that region, and now he's going to USC and getting a six million dollar home paid for by the university and getting a private jet and. You see all that stuff that they did for him? Yeah, Apparently no. bought out both yeah. of his homes in Oklahoma and mm-hmm. paid a million dollars extra in asking price just as a little signing bonus for him. Like, yep. come on. I, I, you know, I understand maybe why he signed for it. It's a very nice money incentive, and California is much better than Oklahoma, I'd say. Well, I mean... At least looks-wise, maybe not living, but... I think, I think USC is going to be able to recruit now way better than what they've had since... I mean, they've had some reputable quarterbacks go high up in the draft, but, you know, they haven't. Well, who's their last Their last notable quarterback was what, Darnold? Sam Darnold, but, ah, crap. Matt Barkley yeah, went that there. Was, I mean, and that's he was, he back was like, up on the Bills. Did JC yeah, but, go there? Uh, at one point he did, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, so, you know, they've, they've had some decent talent over the years, but haven't ever had the right coach since Pete Carroll left, and... Uh, I think we're going to see them pipe up big now. I mean, all these Oklahoma players and staff members are jumping ship like it's going down, like yeah. the Titanic did. And I mean, it's it, we're gonna we're gonna see USC win the Pac-12 outright every year and put their name in the playoff in a year or two. Well, I think you're gonna see what exactly what you saw from Oklahoma. I Lincoln agree. Riley won't change his. He's the same coach. Mm-hmm. Great offense, no, no defense. existing defense whatsoever. You're going to recruit the same you do at Oklahoma as you do in California. I agree. Because mm-hmm. the talent pool in Texas is about exactly what you get in California. Yep, yep. And he was stealing recruits from Texas because Texas is a nobody, and there ain't nobody else in California other than uh, going up north to Oregon. Well, UCLA, no one wants to go play there because <clears throat> no. they're not that good. San Diego State. Is another Their team basketball school. That's it. Plus, those are the two main teams you got to compete with in recruiting there. Yeah, and you're going to have players who don't want to go there now because they can't trust Lincoln Riley because of what he just did Very to his program. True. I mean, heck, Fresno State has better players in the NFL than you know UCLA, San Diego yeah. State, with USC, car. even cars car. and yeah. Tay Adams. <laughs> the thing is, is like just looking at it. USC is going to, like like I said, just going to be what we have now with Oklahoma. Yeah, they're going to be a three or four seed every year. And, you know, they'll look good because they played Pac-12 teams yeah. all year, maybe in Notre Dame. And, you know, maybe in 2027 and 2028, they'll come to Dallas and play an SEC team, you know, for the opener or something. But. Yeah, because you're going to get – see, like the Pac-12 is like the worst version of every – every conference kind of like the ACC, ACC yeah because they don't play offense or defense at a high level it's yeah. just kind of just, you're just average that's like how the ACC is but they're kind of below average but yeah. like the Pac-12 is just nice sitting there average you don't have elite offenses you don't have elite defenses so it'll be very easy for uh Lincoln Riley to take USC yeah. to winning yeah. every single year especially if he can recruit at the level he did at Oklahoma he's already off to that yeah. I mean they already have I mean Spencer Rattler hit the transfer pool I don't think he's gonna go to USC no. but I mean, he's already jumping ship. Caleb Williams seemed kind of loyal to, I and if he was, or if he was like quotes, he seemed loyal to, to Lincoln Riley. But I don't know if he's gonna leave. I no. think he's no. gonna stick around. I think he'll stay. Did too. y'all see the post he put up mm-hmm. after Lincoln not. Riley left? What was it? He just put a picture of himself with like this weird face on the bench, kind of like interesting. An, I have. I don't think he has any uh, desire to go 
anywhere else. Lincoln Riley. Yeah. I mean, kind of, you know, transition. He won that job midseason against Spencer Rattler. So, you know, good on him. And so, you know, transitioning to somewhere else, even after you put in all that grit and grind would be, I'm not going to say traumatizing, but you'd have to rebuild, <laughs> yeah. rebuild your mental status and all that stuff again and maybe go out and win another quarterback job. Well, I mean, you, you of, had that, that five-star yeah, he's he gone. De- um, he's, uh, Malachi Nelson. Yeah, he's de- already decommitted. decommitted, he decommitted and went decommitted. to USC. Yep. So, so that's like the first instance of, hey, I'm going to follow Lincoln Riley wherever he goes, and who knows if other Oklahoma players are going to do it, but they're already losing commits like crazy. It's been a pretty bad set of about four or five days for Oklahoma fans after the uh, uh, the Bedlam showdown when they lost to Oklahoma State. So yeah. it's been a pretty bad one for them. But I think the, this post of him is just him being sad after he gave it his all at the end of the Oklahoma State game. Maybe so. I think that's what it is. I think uh, if Caleb Williams is smart, he transfers from Oklahoma because that that program is going to go to the pooper. And he would need to go to an up-and-coming team in the Big 12 that Mm -hmm. would do very well with his presence. And I know this isn't traditionally a good way to go, but I think he should transfer to Texas. That's what no. I was thinking. Because B. John they Robinson gotta... is one of the most talented running backs in the country. He's coming off of an injury from this past year. He'll be ready to go. Mm-hmm. They'll have a high-powered offense under Steve Sarkeesian's uh, uh, offensive mindset. Yeah. And he would definitely win the starting job. Their quarterback is not that bad, though, either. He's all right. Yeah. I watched their bowl game last year. He threw, like, 10 passes and had, like, 200-something yeah, yards and what, four touchdowns. What was their final record this year? Not good. He didn't start all year, though, yeah. for reasons I don't know why. That's well, why it's Caleb Williams. Well, who do yeah. we think is replacing Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma? Who would want that job? You just lost your assistance, and you lost all those commitments. It's like what, Auburn? Did we just rebuild <laughs> our whole team since you know we fired Gus and a lot of our players went to UCF, and we got staff everywhere now? Yeah, Oklahoma's kind of in rebuild mode, so you're gonna have to start small, work your way back, and then try and get somebody big. To maybe transition. like a maybe like a coastal Carolina coach, uh, uh, whatever his name is. Uh, although, never mind. I think he went to West Virginia. Well, here's last year. here's some of the notable names. I would say Hugh Freeze, this DJ is, Fleck. This is what this is what Vegas has. He wants um, staying up north. Vegas is looking at, interestingly, they have like Luke Fickle, Matt Campbell, Bob and Mark Stoops, Brett Venables, even Cliff Kingsbury. I think Venables would be a good... I hope he takes that job. I, I wish he would have taken ours. I've seen Venables' name throw up a lot for Oklahoma. We hire, We interviewed both of the Clemson coordinators last year. and They didn't want to budge. No, we we had like six people ahead of Harson on our list that we were trying to get, and we got freaking Harson. <laughs> but uh, I, think, I think Mark Stoops... Or Bob Stoops. Mark, Stoops. Mark is out of the running now. He's committed which, to Whichever one already coached. Bob. 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 Mark. The one who was throwing Lincoln's stuff out of the Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing. yeah. That was great. Yeah. yeah. Mark Stoops is our head coach, but he was people were trying to get him to go to the LSU job before Brian Kelly committed, and then his name's been thrown around, but he's already agreed to another contract. I would imagine Bob is going to be the one to yeah. drag them out of the gutter. I mean, build. and I don't think it's going to be a long-term yeah. hire. He's going to want to he's going to want to build them back up yeah. cuz you know, that's where his heart and his head's been at forever and uh I think uh think he'll build them up and then, you know, maybe coaches a coordinator, you know, up and Mike brings Riley. him up. Yeah, brings him up through the system or, you know, gives the AD a real good recommendation of a young and upcoming coach elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. 
We can talk about that Kelly uh, thing a little bit more. I kind of what Brian Kelly. Yeah. What do you think of it? I think it's not a good move for him or LSU. The memes have been on point with it. I think he. I think Notre Dame was probably the best job he was ever going to be successful at. Mm-hmm. I think he's you know a Big Ten area type of the world coach. I don't think he's type of the world guy. Yeah, I mean, he's been there. You know, Cincinnati's in the Big Ten area of the world, and he succeeded there, did real well there. Uh, you know, took Notre Dame to way more big games than what we would have expected him to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he's coming down facing, you know, all these SEC juggernauts that he's going to have to play four of at least a year probably yeah. that, you know, could beat the wheels off LSU and – I don't know. We'll uh we'll see what happens with it. I don't think he stays there longer than three I don't think years. it's that long. Either. I, mean, I oh, I'm sorry. No, I was saying ahead. I was just I was gonna say the the memes I was seeing. The, I mean, it was great because there were people you know because you know Brian Kelly's like the most suburban looking dude you could probably find in college football. Yeah, and everyone was like it's, uh, uh Brian Kelly going to the recruits house eating a gumbo Ma- eating mama's gumbo and it was videos of dudes choking on hot wings and something i made jambalaya the other night he should have came by and you know stopped by on his way down to lsu was it as spicy as bayou gumbo would be no but it was good <laughs> no <laughs> i think he'll do fairly well because if you look at what he was able to accomplish at notre dame um people don't realize how hard it is to recruit for the football team in Notre Dame because of how high the academic standards yeah, are. Yeah, especially, and it's a Catholic school, yeah, yeah. which like, deters people. And it's not in, like, a very wonderful place either. It's not like, oh, South every, Bend, Indiana. Yeah, every, yeah. Oh, the city's popping. It's awesome. You know, yeah. That's not how it is. It's Notre Dame to recruit there and be successful is a very tough job. Ooh. It takes a very talented coach to do so. Mm-hmm. And his job and his life got a lot easier recruiting-wise going to LSU because you don't have to worry about academic standards as much. And you can just basically bring in whoever you want, uh, and you can work things out. I mean, that's how it's going to yeah. be for him. That's why he took the job, because it's a lot easier. I'd l- I'd like to see it work out for him. I mean, it's just another big name coming to the SEC. I just, you know, culture fit is such a big thing in college football when it comes to getting a coach and a, and a team coordinated together. I mean, you know, Nick Saban fits the culture of Alabama. Mark Stoops fits the culture of Kentucky. I just don't see it with Brian Kelly and LSU. Like, you know, Ed Orgeron matched the culture of LSU, and that's why he was pretty successful with them as a head coach. Brian Kelly just doesn't get that. And, you know, <clears throat> not all of the players in LSU are, you know, straight out of the bayou and the swamps, but I don't know how he's going to relate to a lot of the recruits coming out of LSU and Baton Rouge. Well, I just don't see how it's going to happen. Was Ed Orgeron really successful as a head coach? I mean, he has the, the wins of the, the national championship behind him, but like I told Liam, that staff was like – insane he had yeah. joe brady at oc dave aranda at dc mm-hmm. plus he had joe burrow at quarterback to lead the team i don't think there's many other people who could have had that job and led them to the same result because i think he's a great leader and i think you know he was able to bring all of those people there together at the right time yeah. and caused the perfect storm nice i think it. he was the catalyst of the perfect he was storm. the glue that held it all together yeah correct yeah and but I mean you know beyond that when they had they went to the Peach Bowl once or twice with him and that was about it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's more than most coaches have done, I'd say. But mm. I mean, I mean, I mean if, you're, if you're defining success as national championships, I mean he at least has one. But well, yeah, I by, mean, that, by that standard, there's only a handful of successful quarterbacks if, in college if football. LSU is one of those programs that no matter who you are, you're expected 
to be good and lead your team to 10 plus win seasons and he yeah. hasn't accomplished that every season so by any means. no longer coach yeah yeah and that's why you people like mark stoop should never accept an lsu hire you stay in kentucky where a six-win season makes us happy yeah it's all that matters and a 10-win season makes us really happy and i'll just be like okay fine you did your job very well i don't know um it was just i mean it was just a crazy week and we're gonna see more turmoil turmoil i'd assume soon i mean it's you know regular season's over it's just conference championships and uh with brian kelly's move you know like you were saying earlier chris it's now completely taking them out of any decent consideration they could maybe even drop in like next week's polls after championship no, sunday will, just sure. because they're not playing anything and people in the committee said that they're going to take lots of coaches and players in mind so yep. it could screw them out of a new year six for all we know and uh i don't know i don't know but uh we'll go into a quick break coming up we have the nfl we have nfl trivia for the first time on the show, Chris and Liam being pitted against each other for a uh, for a nice prize that we'll announce after the break. So stay tuned for that. A lot of fun stuff coming up as well as game picks for the NFL. It's a fun day in the NFL, so we're gonna we'll have a little fun. But guys, if you're not following us on social media, follow us there at Off the Bench XLR on all the major social media platforms. We are on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Instagram primarily is where you can find all of our content. So follow us there at Off the Bench XLR to check out all the content from the show. Listen to one more song. We'll be back with some NFL talk. And we are back here on Off the Bench. My name is Hayden Joyner, joined with Chris Fortenberry and Liam Worley. We had an inter- it was an interesting week in the NFL, don't get us wrong, but we're going to skip out on some of the news this week. We're going to do a little fun. We only have like one or two episodes left in the uh the semester so we're gonna have a little yeah. bit of fun in these last couple weeks yeah so, we probably only got one yeah i think next week's gonna be our last one right yeah I believe. Yeah. yeah so we're gonna have a little fun in these last two weeks especially with the nfl and so today we're doing some nfl trivia we had a fun little trivia time a few weeks ago when we were talking about derrick henry and some weird stats so figured we'd carry it on to this setup's gonna be i'm hosting it liam and chris are have their phones out where they can write their answers down and will show me as well as tell the audience what their answers are, and uh, I have a host of trivia questions. Ten multiple choice, six free answer, varying from extremely difficult, as the Rubik's Cube that Chris is holding right now is very difficult, and uh, and, and some of them are maybe not super easy, but, you know, the somewhat common knowledge maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I was just I was surfing through Google to, to earlier today just trying to find these. Um, for the prize, I don't know how underwhelming or overwhelming it will be, but what I'm what I'm proposing for you guys is the winner, whoever gets the most points, mm-hmm. is going to get two, which y'all agreed on two, free victories and game picks this week. Oh, oh boy, sweet! I need that. Basically, <laughs> whatever game, two games y'all want to pick, just say which one you're taking a free win on, and I will just mark down you as picking the winner of that game. Wow! No matter what. So, uh, joy. I think Chris needs it more than Liam probably because Liam is now taking the leading game picks. Uh, yeah, I definitely whoa, whoa. need it. Liam is thirty-five to twenty-five. I'm thirty-two and twenty-eight. Chris is. 27 and 32 dismal or, yeah 33 so we'll hop we'll hop right in it i gotta let me write something down here on my computer so i can at least keep track of y'all's score multiple choice questions are gonna be worth one point and free response questions will be worth uh i guess two so we'll i'll just start tallying up for you guys are y'all ready mm-hmm. you got your phones ready yes sir yep it doesn't go in order by easy to hard but we'll just start it off with question one of the multiple choice sections which current NFL quarterback had their first career pass intercepted for a pick six? Was it A, Aaron Rodgers, B, Sam Darnold, or C, Blaine Gabbert? Oh, my God. Take all the time you need. 
shift it for me, Liam? I see it. You see it. Liam has picked B, Sam Darnold. Chris picked A, Aaron Rodgers. Liam got it right. It was Sam Darnold. It was a pick six uh, against the Lions, I believe, too. Wow. First ever, That's terrible. First ever career I thought pass. it would be something crazy like Aaron Rodgers. That no one would expect. Sam Darnold. Second question for you guys. Number two, how many passing yards did Jimmy Garoppolo throw for in the 2019 NFC Championship game where they defeated the Green Bay Packers? Was it A, 231, B, 102, or C, 77? Y'all both picked C, 77. That is correct. He only threw for 77 yards. That was the game, if you remember, Raheem Mostert ran for like 200 yards and four touchdowns. Oh, we remember. We all remember over vividly. the Packers. Yeah. Were y'all, were y'all on the show at that point when that happened? Or was that I don't the, think so, but... That would have been before freshman we year, We always... Maybe. We played... Uh, no, that was freshman year but we yeah, we played madden all the time and he yeah. loved raheem mostert and i always <laughs> called him mouse dirt yeah. so so yeah i remember that one all right so liam is up two to one right now liam has not got one wrong yet so we'll see how long that lasts nah, but, uh, right here right now nah. baby they're gonna get tougher week uh question number three on week four of the 2016 season the patriots lost 21 to nothing at home to the dolphins before this game, when was their last home shutout loss? Was it A, 2006, B, 1993, or C, 2013? And if I need to repeat anything, just let me know. That was a, that was a long one. Say the, the years again, please. Uh, A, 2006, B, 1993, or C, 2013. Their last home shutout loss prior to their 2016 one. You see my answer? I did not see your answer. You said A okay. was 2006? Correct. B was... 1993, and C was 2013. Chris picked B, and Liam also picked B? No, I picked C. You picked C? Okay, yes. short-term memory loss. Chris, you've got one right. You've tied them up 2-2. Two to two. It, was a two th- it was a 1993 loss to the Jets, 6 to nothing. At Wowzers. Home. Was their last home shutout loss before their 2016 one to the Dolphins. Question four, tied up at 2-2 two two so far. Two game pick victories on the line. During the 2010 NFL season, one team finished as the number one overall offense and the number one overall defense, yet missed the playoffs. Which team was it? Was it A, the San Diego Chargers, B, the Dallas Cowboys, or C, the New York Jets? Y'all have both chosen a, it's the San Diego Chargers. That is correct. They finished, uh, I think it was like seven or nine and seven, missed the playoffs, mostly due to having one of the worst special teams. In the I kind of remember this because, like, you know, when Phillip Rivers retired, we yeah. were talking about stuff like this, you know, whether or not this would make him a, you know, Hall yeah. of Fame quarterback. The reasoning for this was their special team, because uh, number one overall offensive defense is determined on your yardage, yeah. how many you put up and how many you allow. And their special teams was so bad that they had to, on average, go for about an 85-yard drive to score, whereas their opponents had to go for about a 60-yard drive to score. So, obviously, they'd put up more yards than they allowed, Yeah, and it kind of inflated their stats a little bit. So, it's a cool trivia question. Interesting. Very. Question five. Y'all are tied up at three apiece. During the 2014 season, Tampa Bay was a really weird team. When they scored exactly 27 points, they would win, and if they scored any other amount, they lost. Including the preseason, so 20 total games, what was their final record? Was it A, 
6 and 14, B, 7 and 13, or C, 3 and 17? Golly. That was a uh, this, that one was a weird one to find. Very. Uh, that's that ca- that's kind of cool. What were the though. things again? They only won if they scored twenty seven points. The the options were A six and fourteen, B seven and thirteen, or C three and seventeen. Chris picked C. Liam picked A. Liam, you are wrong. Chris, it was C three and thirteen. They won only three games that year. And they scored 27 points in all three, including the po- uh, the preseason. Chris now leads four to three. This is question six out of ten for the multiple choice section. Question six. During his career, how many wins does Matthew Stafford have against winning teams? Is it A, 16, B, 25, or C, 9? You're thinking hard here, Liam. Mm-hmm. I can see it in your eyes. Y'all both pick C9, the least amount option. That is correct. Over against winning teams in his career, he is nine and seventy. That's terrible. Against winning teams. Too many crickets, that's bad. You live and die by the lines, I'd say. Apparently, you frick Detroit. Yep. He's gonna have more wins than that and you know, maybe this season. <clears throat> it is now five to four. Chris leads still. Question seven of ten for the multiple choice. What is Carson Wentz's career winning percentage on Thursday night football? Is it A, 100%, B, 75%, or C, 25%? This is like really abstract, I feel like. I got you, Liam. Booked his answer in. Chris, what's we thinking here? Any comments as you're you thinking? Said, what were the numbers again? Sorry. A, 100%, B, <clears throat> 75%, and C, 25%. How confident are you feeling? This Anything? is up to date, right? This is up <clears throat> to date. As, as, as up to date as the fun fact Instagram post I found it on. That is uh, as up to date as it is. So I don't think he's... That thing it counted this year. All right. Y'all have both chosen A, 100%. That is correct. Why do we think the same? He is six and zero on Thursday night football, up to the recent point of the post I saw, which I believe was like two weeks ago. So that's very impressive. Very accurate. Yeah, that's good. It is now. Let's see. Chris is six to Liam's five. When was the last time the New York Giants were above five hundred during any week of the NFL season? Was it a week five, two thousand eighteen? B, week two of 2017, or C, week one of 2016? The answer was C, week one of 2016. They started 1-0, and oh, and, uh, and since then they have not you been pick? above C. 500. God bless it. So both of y'all pick C, right? No, I no, picked you B. Picked, you picked B. Yep, yep, yep. I'm going crazy here. B. Chris <laughs> extends his lead by two. Did you just like slap him or something? No, yeah, I... it's very hard. No, I hit... <laughs> Why would you do I that, I punched Liam? my own hand. <laughs> ah, you, in frustration, I see. Yes. Chris leads seven to Liam's, uh, to Liam's five. Last question of the multiple choice section. Who currently holds the NFL record for most carries without a fumble? Is it A, Matt Forte... B, Jamal Williams, or C, Eddie Lacy? 
I'm going to oh say. Gosh. Chris is thinking hard. Yeah, yeah he is. Like, I can, I can hear his, his gears and the hamster wheel turning in the head. Well, you just got to think. What were the options again? A, Matt Forte, B, Jamal Williams, or C, Eddie Lacy. Mo- NFL record for most carries without a fumble. I mean, you think it's going to take this long? You got free response next. There's not even options to think of. He has picked C, Eddie Lacy. Liam picked A, Matt Forte. Both of y'all are incorrect. It wow. is B, Jamal Allium set this year while he's playing for the Lions. Wow. Jeez. Both incorrect. So now we, I wanted to pick Eddie Lacy, to yeah. be fair. We move on to the final six questions in trivia. All free response. Write your answers on your phone and then tell me or show me during it. These are going to be worth two points each. Liam, you are down five to seven, so you have a chance here. It's still anyone's game for those two picks and game picks. Free victories for y'all. Week one or uh, Question one. Only two teams in the NFL currently have five active running backs on their depth chart. Can you name one of the two teams? Sitting here in silence as y'all think. Two teams have more than, or at least five running backs on their depth chart. If you look up the official depth charts, they have five. Only two teams have it. Can you name one? I got your answer, Chris. I got your answer, Liam. Neither of y'all are correct. Liam picked the Lions. Chris picked the Titans. The two answers are the Bills and the 49ers. Okay. I, I had the Rams, and then I erased it. And uh, then... I would have thought the Titans. They have Henry Peterson. Uh, they cut Peterson. Their... Oh, they cut him? Yeah, they yeah. did. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I believe the Titans have four. Only the Bills, oh my gosh. The Bills and the Niners. I can see the fun. Bills because... They can't ever get one to start. The Niners make sense because they had to sign a million people. They just stashed a ton, yeah. All right, question two. Son of a biscuit. These, Dang these it. are tough because there's no multiple choice. I know, but after. this is more fun. This yeah. one this one might be – this one's a little easier, I'd say. Since 2009, only two divisions in the NFL have sent every single team to the Super Bowl. Name both of them. Every team in the division to Every the team Bowl? in the division has made it to a Super Bowl. Since 2009, so in the last 12, 11 seasons, whatever you want to count it. Only two of the eight divisions. Mm. Who is it? It's not the NFC East, I'll tell you that much. Give you a hint there. Mm. That's because the Cowboys haven't been to one since 1995, so they exclude that club. Two divisions, name both. Okay. Uh, I think I. Oh, you have to name both? Name both. Maybe I'll give one point if you get one right. Okay. If you get both right, I'll give two. I'll give you that one for this one. I think it's the last question where there's a double answer like Gosh, this. Gosh dang, dude. I can't get it to where I'm going to have to do it like this. You got to remember all the Super Bowls since 2009. So I do the Jeopardy theme song. Should I play it on the phone? I'm just... All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna count down from ten now. No, 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 no. You got to think of something. There's only eight options. I got it. I'm pretty sure I got it. I Hang have on. his options. Wait, let me see that again. Hold on. No, I'm re- I'm retracting. Show me it again. Okay. I know I got one. What letter is the f- first letter in the top word? A. Okay. Okay. But Hang I on. think Hang I on. could be let me wrong. Make sure. Oh, God, dang it! You're thinking hard. 
Okay, I like mine. No. Chris likes his. I don't. He has picked the... Chris picked the NFC South and NFC West. Liam picked the yeah. AFC West and NFC South. Yeah, Liam, you get one point for the in. NFC South. Yeah, but it I was, was thinking of it. It was the NFC South and the NFC West since 2009. Chris, you get two points. Liam, you get one. <clears throat> if you think about it, you know, the West has had... I started in 2009 because that was the last time the Cardinals, Cardinals. made the Super Bowl. Yeah. The then you've had, I picked the AFC, which is dumb because they got the Raiders. The Raiders and, and the, the Chargers. Chargers. I thought about may, that one too. The Chargers may have. I don't know they if never, they did they or not. They have not made one yeah. since. Unfortunately not. Yeah, yeah but obviously um, yeah. the Buccaneers recently, the I Saints, couldn't think the of the Panthers third the team in the NFC West to save my life. I had the Hawks. I had... Uh, Rams, Niners, and Cardinals. Yeah, I had the Rams and the Cardinals. I couldn't think of the Niners. The Niners have been to two in yeah, that time Yeah, I know, span. and I couldn't think of them. And then with Garoppolo. I'm an idiot. So it is now, if I can count right, nine <laughs> to six. Still anyone's game. We have four questions left. Question three, multiple choice. Only one team has ever won the Super Bowl while leading for zero seconds. Name the team and the year. God bless. I don't freaking know. What's happened in the last 10 years? All the answers are, are recent. Okay. So. Well, I'm. One team has won the Super Bowl while leading for exactly zero seconds of game time. Who is that team? The team and the year. You can do the year of the main season, not the Super Bowl year, because it's always confusing, you know? I got that answer locked in. For Liam, they led for zero seconds of the whole game. All right, Chris has picked the Patriots 2016-2017 season. Liam picked the Eagles 2016, which yeah. I'm, I'm guessing this 2017 Super Bowl yeah. or whatever it was. The answer was the Patriots 2016. Chris got it right. That was the <sighs> Falcons game when they won in overtime. They never led the entire game oh, and only won fair. on the last play of the I game. I forgot that was overtime. Yeah. yeah. It was the only overtime. It was the only overtime in Super Bowl. Right. In Super Bowl. Uh, and if you, you know, they score on the last play of the game, there's no time. They fair. led for zero seconds. Fair. Chris advances two more points into the lead. I think I know where this one's going now. Liam is now down by uh yeah I'm toast by five. Still it's, in uh, game. I'm mentally it's still and possible. Buttered toast. Liam has to get all three right, and Chris has to get all three wrong, hey, and Liam wins by one. Strangest point. things have happened. Yes. Maybe I'll do uh maybe I'll give some extra points in the last one because there's, nah, there's technically fine. technically multiple options for that one. Question four: During the 2021 NFL season, this team opened the year. 3-0 with all wins coming against 10-plus win teams the prior year. What team was that? Did y'all follow that question? Yeah, but there was like a kind of a few 3-0 teams, and I can really only think of one. This season? Oh. This season, a team started 3-0, and all of their wins came against teams that were ten that had 10 or more wins the previous season, so in 2020. I have Liam's answer. I'm also jumping at the gun at these. As you're, first, go, you're going way quicker than yeah, Chris. Yeah, first thing that jumps in my head, I kind of. <laughs> this stat was thrown around Twitter and Instagram a fair bit, I feel like. I saw it a couple times, and it, I saw it again when I was searching for, for stats so it, uh, or searching for, for fun facts, so it kind of reminded me of it. Mm. Chris thinking hard here. Only one team did it. It's the first time in NFL history, I believe, also, that a team starting 3-0 against previous 10-plus win teams. I'm counting down, Chris. Ten. Come on, Squeegee Bonson. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. Oh, one. I have the wrong name. Hang on. 
I know the team. I just have if I have the mask on, it's enough for me to for me to recognize it. Hold it closer. All right, Liam picked the Arizona Cardinals, who, who did indeed start out three and zero. Chris picked the Las Vegas Raiders, who is the correct answer. God they started three and zero, I believe, against uh, oh, was it the Ravens, Chiefs, and Dolphins? I think was their top three. I don't know, I don't but Chris, Chris is slaying the game. Chris is pretty good at trivia. Apparently, it is now thirteen to seven. I believe it's out of reach. It's out of reach at this point. <laughs> out of reach. We'll see what happens in the last couple of questions. We'll just see how close. Hey, I'll be a good sport it. anyway. What player currently leads the league in fumbles this year? Just just for the season, I'll clarify. Mm. What player currently leads leads the league in fumbles? Just the player. Don't have to give me how many fumbles. Frick. Of all the running backs, receivers, quarterbacks that could fumble. Fullbacks, who leads the league in fumbles? Hmm. Solid, solid uh, answer, Liam. I like that one. I mean, I feel like it's feasible. I don't know. Next next week, can I be the moderator? You most certainly can. Okay, we're going to do F1 trivia, me versus Chris? No, we're going to do Heisman (laughs) trivia since it'll be Heisman week. Oh, I'll be... Dead on that one, probably. Yeah, Chris. Well, is it gonna just going to be who guy. won this year, who won that year, or is it going to be? Uh, like, we'll have like a winner or two. But maybe like who yeah. was a nominee in 2015 and stuff like that. Yeah, you have three options. Yeah. yeah. All right, Chris. Chris has Justin Fields. Liam picked Daniel Jones. Both solid options. You might not expect the answer to be, but it's Kyler Murray with seven fumbles on the year. Wow. How many does Fields have? Leave. Uh, I have to Google. Probably seventeen. He's like he, he's got to be up there because I know he he's fumbled. probably around. Dak was around like four. Kyler, he was probably around like five or so. But Murray was the only one with seven leading Whoa. the league. Fields has eight this season. Where did you see that? I just looked it up. It says Justin Fields has eight fumbles this season. There's a dank sunset going Uh-oh. on outside. Just to let y'all know as well. There's a what? Very nice sunset oh, very going nice. on. Kyle, wait, Kyler Murray fumbles. I was on the ESPN app and it was saying that. Chris, can you show me proof? If we got proof, we'll uh, overturn it, or I'll omit it. How many it, does maybe. Kyler have? It, uh, ESPN said seven. Yeah, it says right here: field stats one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Actually, ah, I wonder if it's counting. If maybe I was only counting rushing. Where can I find? Fumbles, turnovers. Yeah, I looked up most fumbles 2021, and the first thing that pops up does say Justin Fields. Alrighty, well, I'll, we'll give it to Chris then. My apologies. Chris overturned me. It's correct. Chris now leads 15 to 7. He got it right again. He's smoking them. ESPN, I guess. I think it was just wrote recording like rushing fumbles, maybe for that one. But uh, he had how many? You said nine? Nine. That my stat said eight, but either how it's I looked more at, than seven with Kyler. Correct, correct. Yeah, mine. I thought mine originally said eight, and then it looked at the like his true stats and it said nine. Uh, so maybe one was rushing. Maybe he did one rushing and eight sack fumble. I don't know. Um, numbers. Uh, last question of the time of the game. I'll give this. This has an option. There's three possible answers to this one. You can name as many as you think is correct. Okay. And I'll give a point for each correct answer. For the top 20 NFL players this year in total amount of points scored, excluding quarterbacks because they have throw touchdowns, name th- only three of the top 20 are not kickers. You following so far? Mm-hmm. Can you name 
those three players. So it's not a kicker and it's not a quarterback? Yeah. What other players have scored the most points this year? Okay. I'll give one point for each answer. This is, again, via ESPN Stats, which apparently isn't accurate anymore. So we'll see what, what turns out for Chris and for Liam, who gets it right. Chris has gotten almost everything right, I feel like. Yeah, he's he? freaking... Chris is a genius. I maybe missed well, I don't wanna... one of this and then one of the multiple Do choice. I want to go against him at Heisman Trivia next week? I don't know. It'll be fun. We're not doing this for us. We're doing it for the <laughs> listeners. Very true. Will there be game pick points on the line, Liam? Or are you going to give that up? I mean... I mean, we'll, we can. I was just going to do the same prize. That way it's even it's for everybody true, that does true. it. Everyone yeah. gets a shot at it. Yeah. See, now if I win the whole thing, I can just say, oh, I, didn't have to, I didn't even have to get free, free victories to win it. Yeah. Only Chris needed those free victories. Oh, gosh. And you name three or one of the three non kicker quarterbacks that are in the top 20 in scoring. Chris has his players locked in. All right. Mm, I'm just doing it because it's my boy. Keep that up for me, Chris, so I can remember what names you put out. Because oh, I'm gonna, sorry. I'm gonna just, just hold it, and when I, because I'm gonna forget in two seconds. Let's see if I can just memorize this real quick. Da 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 da, and da da da. All right, we'll see what I think. All right, so Liam picked Najee Harris, Derek Henry, and Tay Adams. Just, I just picked Tay because I couldn't <laughs> think of anybody else. Chris had Jonathan Taylor, James Conner, and Debo Samuel. James Conner's good. Liam. Had zero correct, uh-huh. sadly. Chris had two of the three correct. Yeah, I figured James Connor's good. James Connor, Jonathan Taylor, and Austin Eckler Dang, are really? the three players. I would not thought Eckler. Jonathan Taylor leads the league in rushing touchdowns, and James Connor and Austin Eckler have a combined. I think they lead. They were either one, two, or like two, three in total touchdowns because of receiving and rushing. So. Wow, Chris. <laughs> You're smoking them. So that's two more points for Chris. Chris wins at the score of 17 to 6. Total points, there was only, let's see, that's 10, and then there was 6, double, 3. So that's 10, then 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Chris got 17 of 19 points possible. I thought this was going to be a really hard one, but Chris wow. was killing it. <laughs> wow. The one thing that I can control or be good with my mind at yeah it's not school it is football 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 random stats yeah that was uh mine's mine's motorsport bullcrap so i understand well we gotta do a chris gives me and liam motorsport facts because yeah yes i'd bet chris like how many wheels on a car (laughs) (laughs) three yeah dude freaking i i forgot what they're called but there's four wheelers that have three wheels they're pretty fun although hamilton was driving on three wheels about a year ago yeah well yeah well, uh, Chris, what's time on that camera, by the way, before we jump into game picks, possibly? Um, it's at... Does it even say a number? 26. All right. Well, we'll head into a quick break, given that 26, because we have the 30. And when we come back, we have game picks for the second to last week before Christmas break. We'll still do game picks over break. But, yeah, uh, of course. They won't be televised or radio live, whatever you want to call it. So we'll go into a quick break, guys. If you're not following us on that podcasting network, please check it out at Off The Bench with spaces in between it. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else you listen. Just find us on there to listen to all episodes from the past three seasons. Listen to one more song. We'll be back after the break. And we 
are back here on Off the Bench. My name is Hayden Joyner, joined with Liam Worley and Chris Fortenberry. That was some fun trivia. Twas, and, twas. Uh, well, maybe fun more for Chris. I, I still know. enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I have a broader, uh, you know, knowledge of NFL random stats. What, what did y'all think of the questions? They were great. They were they, good. They were on were par. Were they just yeah. challenging enough, but not too challenging? Yeah, I which, think they were perfect. Made you think a little bit. Yeah. I'm yeah. afraid when Chris does motorsport questions for us <laughs> that they're going to be too hard or something. It's like, who won the 2001 European Grand Prix? It's like, well, I don't know. It's like Jacques what's, Villeneuve. What's, what's the name of, of Chase Elliott's older brother? And it's like, well, I don't know. He doesn't have any he brothers. Tr- Chris would get tricked up on that. And we're like, He's got he two sisters. I don't know what Chris is going to ask for motorsport. It's like, how much fuel does a car use? <laughs> no, I just don't wait. know. Just wait until I get these questions put together. <laughs> well, I'm ready. One of us will win two to nothing. It'll <laughs> be just perfect. getting one random Probably, question right. Probably, honestly. Well, Game Picks is up now. Um, if you're not following, we didn't post last week's just because of Thanksgiving break, and I was just too busy to care to post, I guess. But uh, Liam, 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 Liam. It's been an up and down season for you so far, I feel hey, like. Hey man, I'm on the up right now though. You're on the up. I'm on the down after I had like a four or five game lead and then over the last three weeks I've gone two and three, two and three, one and four. And uh and Liam's had five you, you did this like a few weeks ago. Yeah, I had a five and oh somewhere a, in there. You had like two four and ones and a five and oh, and now you've had a five and oh and four and or five and oh three and, and three two and two and then a four and, and then one. a four and one so you're 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 storming up liam now leads 35 and 25 as his record hayden is in second place myself three and two or 32 and 28 and chris is falling up the rear 27 and 33 but he's got those but two he's got extras. two extra games so chris whatever one do you think is the hardest just tell me and i will mark you down yeah i'll put a little star by it on my little excel sheet and i'll put you as the winner for whatever game that is first game of the week giants at the dolphins Chris, I'll let you start since you're the victor. Okay. How are you feeling, Giants visiting the Dolphins? Giants getting a big win in Philadelphia. Dolphins getting a big win as well. They're on a four-game winning streak. Yeah, I mean, I looked at some stats. Tua has is in the top five in almost in a lot of categories for all quarterbacks in the NFL this past month mm-hmm. of November. And the defense has really stepped up these past four games and played at a high level. So I like the Dolphins at home. I think they'll um, they'll take care of the Giants. Um, I don't think Saquon's going to be much of a factor. Definitely don't think Daniel Jones will do too much. Never. Um, and I just think uh, the Dolphins are the better team, and they're at home. They'll get the win. All right, Dolphins it is. Liam, how are you feeling, Giants and Dolphins? Uh, I am also feeling the Dolphins, uh, especially with it being at home, even though you know these Giants players are probably glad they're getting a break <laughs> from the cold. Uh, you know, I think they're going to face some tough times with the Dolphins. Uh, Tua's, you know, he's getting to a more consistent level. It's not anything brilliant yet, but yeah. he's working on it. He's, you know, starting to mesh better with some of his other players on offense, and I think that's good. And, yeah, Dolphins' defense has stepped up past few weeks, which is surprising, yeah, but did. good for them. They've looked good. I'm going to agree and go with the Dolphins for the first game. I just think, you know, the, the Giants have just been hit and miss, and – don't trust Daniel Jones. Don't trust their coach. And I don't trust Tua much either, but their defense has been stepping up. They're on a four-game win streak. They got to lose at some point, though, but uh, I don't know if it's this week. Um, game two, Chargers visiting the Bengals. Bengals getting a huge victory over the Steelers this past week. It was like 41-13 to or something brutal. And uh, the Chargers, I believe, suffered a bad loss this weekend or this past week as well. Who is uh, Who's winning this one, Chris? Um, I'm going to go ahead and use that one of my 
using your, your wild card. Here, right? this, this is a freaking toss-up right here. I mean, it is the Chargers card. could come out and score 42 points. The yeah. Bengals could come out and score 42 points. You don't know who's going to show up. Both teams are hot and cold all year. Yep. You really don't know what's going to happen. All right, and, I think it's a uh, smart choice of your uh, of your little wild card. I'm going to go ahead and take one of them right there. All righty. Liam, how you feeling? Uh, these are both two teams I'm excited for their futures with all the players yeah. they got going on, uh, especially the quarterbacks. I think they're t- two of the most young, talented guys in the NFL, uh, if not the two most young, youngest talented guys. Uh, but I think uh, I think the Chargers come into Cincinnati and they pull off something that you know they they need. They've been hot or cold, and I think they're going to be real hot this week and give them a little spark to light their fire to maybe make another three or four game win streak. I'm going to pick against you. I'm going with the Bengals in this one. I think they're going to ride the high off of that 41-10 to 10 victory over the Steelers. Joe Burrow looked pretty good. 20 of 24, 190 and a touchdown. Had an interception, but 20-24 uh, is pretty elite, yeah. I'd say. And uh, the rushing game was going crazy. I mean, Joe Mixon had a career day, almost 200 yards, two touchdowns in the game, 200 total yards for him. So uh, insanely stats there, and I'm going to go with the Bengals in game two. Game three. Oh, hang on one second. Before we go into game three. What's we got? You want to know a fun, interesting fact about the Bengals this season? I'd mm-hmm. love a factoid. They have not played a game where they scored less than 20 points all year. Really? Well, that's good. That means their defense sucks. They have 41, 32, 41, 31, 41, 41, 34, 22, 24, 24. Oh, sorry. They had one game with 17. Ah. So there you go. 17. That they scored? Yeah, and then yeah. 27, and that's it. So their worst scoring game is 17 points. It's pretty good. Which is pretty good for the NFL, I would say. Yeah, and Burrow threw three picks that game. So is that the Bears game? Yep. Yeah, that was that's one that bit us all. I think in game picks uh, week week two or whatever. Sure did. Yeah, I thought I I think I skipped over that last night when I was looking at it. But still, seventeen the lowest they've scored. Everything else has been higher than that. That's pretty good. Good for them. There you go. Game three, football team of Washington visiting the Vegas Raiders. Both teams got a big victory. Vegas over the Cowboys on Thanksgiving and the football team Monday night over the Seahawks in a very weird game. If did y'all watch the ending of that with the yeah, onside kick thing? I did. It was odd. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they got it, and then it's like, oh, it was a legal formation or whatever they said, and I don't even know what the the reasoning on Twitter that people were describing was, but it was whatever. But uh, two teams getting victories they much needed and uh, trying to stay in the fight for the playoffs. Who is winning this one, Chris? Football team and Raiders. Mm. This is tough because. The Raiders, before their big win against the Cowboys, were lost three in a row. Didn't had, I, hadn't scored 16 or more points the whole time. Didn't I pick the Raiders? 40 on us. For the Cowboys? We didn't pick that game. Oh, I thought we might have. Nah. Um, oh, I remember laughing at that. You probably actually. laughed at it. I mean, yeah. I laughed at it, too. Yeah. It was whatever. Yeah, the only reason I think the Cowboys lost is they're missing some key pieces. Why aren't y'all missing Cooper? Z, uh, CD and Cooper, CD. and then Zeke was iffy the whole game. Swings. Yeah. It's been that way for like the last three weeks or so. It's But Cooper's back. He's back for tomorrow night against the Saints, so yay. The football team, their last three games have beaten the Bucks, the Panthers, and the Seahawks. Um, I mean, really only one of those is a decent win. I mean, the Panthers is a decent win, but the Bucks is a real <clears> good win. Yeah. And then the Seahawks, I mean, they're not awful. Or they, well, they are awful. They're but like 3-8. It's, it's, and eight. Yeah, but it's, it's Russell Wilson. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I mean, I can understand where you don't want to count them out, but at the same time, this is their worst year they've had under the Pete Carroll era. Chris would put them in the playoffs. <laughs> I think that... Uh, <laughs> that was funny. Wasn't it? I yeah. think that Washington 
gets the win. I think they're yeah. riding high right now. They're feeling confident in themselves. I think Curtis Samuel might be coming back. Mm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, yeah. You and the the Ohio State receiver boys. Yeah. Gang, gang. Terry McLaurin. Uh, yeah. Curtis Samuel all up there. Yeah, yep. I think they, Curtis has been out for a he has, large yeah. portion of the year. And that's a big piece to be missing on your offense when you have uh, pay him, paying him that much money and expect him to play two positions. So, yeah. yeah. I think um, I think Washington gets the win. I don't really like the Raiders. I know they're at home. I you just are riding feel. high on them because of that victory on the Cowboys, but I think the Cowboys just don't know how to play football sometimes. Yeah, the Cowboys are kind of a weird team, but they they're are. still good. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you thinking, Liam? I'm picking the opposite. I'm picking the Raiders. Uh, I mean, I don't know. They've, they've hung tough with a lot of teams this year, and uh, I think this one – think the football team's not very good i mean the raiders aren't either but hey uh, i think they're going to be able to squeak by i think it'll be a close game though yeah i'm gonna also agree and go with the raiders <laughs> in this one i think people are riding them a little too high with the uh with the cowboys victory like i just said but i think for the football team they're you know their defense is still bottom five in the league they're you know the, the quarterback situation's okay even though they got the goat heineke back there it doesn't matter and, uh, you know, they beat Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, but that team's also not been very good this year either. So, and, you know, they barely beat him at, like, it was 15-13 or whatever it was. So, I'm going to go with the Raiders here. It'll be a sloppy game. It'll be close. But I think uh, the Raiders, um, maybe, I don't know what the, what the deal with Darren Waller, if they're going to get him back or not. But if they get Darren Waller back, 100% of victory. If not, a little closer, but I'm still going to take them in this game, taking the Raiders. Chris, Broncos visiting the Chiefs. Broncos looking kind of good. The Chiefs are looking kind of good. Might be the easiest one of the week, but I was I was limited on games. How are we feeling for this one? Uh oh, Chiefs by like a hundred million. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the but, spread's ten. Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs, and I'm saying they cover that. I'm saying they go yeah, above and I'm, beyond. I'm gonna take the Chiefs too. I was just out. I was out of games. I mean, unless we wanted to pick like 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 the Monday night game's good. What was it? Pats versus Bills. That's not Monday night. Yeah, it is. That's no, Patriots Bills this week. Oh, Patriots. <laughs> Yeah, he said Pats. Pats. Oh, I thought you yeah. said Pack. Uh-uh. I thought you said Patriots. Yeah, we have that one. That's the next game. Oh, word. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I thought this was our fifth game for some reason. No, no. We got one more. Patriots at Bills. Oh. I'm assuming, Chris, you're using a wild card on this one because it's your last game left. Or you're not a wild card, like your free victory, whatever yeah. you want to call it. This one's tough. It is. Because it's at the Bills, but the Pats are playing so good right so now. So good. Like, probably one of the top two teams in the NFL right now with yeah. the way that they've been playing with their defense and the way Mac Jones has been playing. Um, if he picks a team, the free win gets omitted. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna pick. Um, that would be hilarious. I picked the Patriots. And I'm gonna. Mm, 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 mm. What's the thing here? Just just use a little victory thing. That or you can go back. I You're mean, that's what I'm saying. I might pick football team oh, Raiders. Football game. team Raiders. Yeah. Ah. I'll go ahead and pick. What, what are you thinking, Liam? Uh, I mean, like like Chris said, I mean, I said Mac Jones was, you know, the best offensive rookie, rookie of the year. I, so did I. I bro, preseason, I said he impressed me the most. Those things are coming true so far. Yeah. But I also picked the Bills to go to the, the Super Bowl, Bowl and maybe even win that thing. Yep. I think their hatred for the Patriots is going to do them well this week. Shine through. They're going to play very motivated. They're going to want to get it done, and I say they win in Buffalo. Alrighty, Chris, have you made a decision yet, or do I need to move on to myself? What I'm going to do... Uh-huh. Dun, dun, dun. 
is I'm going to I don't know what I'm going to do. This is tough. I know. All right. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I'm probably going to use my pick, my uh-huh. free one on the football team Raiders. Already? And I'm going to go ahead and pick the Pats. Oh, oh, okay. Because I think that uh, Belichick is coaching out of his mind right now, and that team's playing out of their mind. And uh, they're just going to – I mean, if Jacksonville can shut down the Bills, why can't the Pats? <laughs> yeah. Let's go. This one's this one's tough because I want to pick the Bills, but then that means I've picked all five home teams, and we know that never works out. It just never has, never will. But knowing me, it will probably work out as soon as I pick the Patriots, and I'll get it wrong. Um, Liam picked the Bills, which makes me want to either keep up with him or try to gain on him, but then lose a spot potentially. Who knows? Dude, I, it's worth it sometimes. That's what makes this fun. It is very true. I think I'm going to stick with Chris's p- proposition, and I'm going to go with the Patriots. They have been on a super big roll. The Bills are one of the big teams in their way to stop them, but you know, we thought that with the Titans last weekend, you know, the Patriots steamrolled them without Derrick Henry pretty handedly. The Bills are, you know, high flying offense. Defense is better than the Titans, and uh, we'll see how it goes out. But I think, you know, Belichick has the blueprint to beat the Bills. He's had it for forever, and um, even even the last year, they still gave him headaches last year with Cam Newton. So yeah. I'm going to take the Patriots in this game. Separate from Liam. Me and Liam, two games different. So we'll see who gains on it. Chris, you're just trying to trying to claw your way back in. We're just trying to hang on, man. Yeah, so I have your Chargers Bengals and football team Raiders as your little your little free victory. So you're at least I don't know, me and I picked Bengals Raiders, Liam picked Chargers Raiders, so you'll gain on somebody. At least one game probably yeah. you'll gain on it. So uh fingers crossed you either gain on me by two or Liam by one, I think is the way it's going. Or or Vice versa. That'd be love. A little five and zero action here. Get me back to within three of Liam if I'd he goes over. I mean, all you gotta do is go three and zero, and you're five and zero. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's all you got. So uh, we'll lock it in. Good luck to everybody this week, guys. Great episode as well. We got next yes, week. Sure. Next week, mm-hmm. final episode of the year. We'll have some trivia. We'll have some fun. We'll have some uh, some fun little games to play. Because who knows? I don't. There's no. I mean, we got championship Sunday, I guess, but that's about it. Yeah, it'll be NFL, but. Yeah, it's the NFL. It doesn't matter until the playoffs, truly, unless we just want to talk about the Cowboys being good or bad. For sure. Yeah. That's all there is. Well, no, yeah, we'll talk about uh, <laughs> well, we'll Formula One's this weekend. It is this weekend. We, we can, will have, yeah, we, you're right. We can talk about that. How tragic of a race is it yeah. going to be. Oh, may, my goodness. Maybe talk about. Seahawks sign Adrian Peterson. Yep. We can maybe talk about the Heisman a little bit. We can talk about the conference championships. Yeah. All we'll, that good we'll, stuff. We'll get some stuff. Excited. Max or Lewis, Liam? Who's winning? I think I think this week's going to be set up, and I think Lewis is going to win and get fastest lap. So they're tied going into Abu Dhabi. So tied going into Abu Dhabi. And Abu Dhabi's new this year. And it's a new track. Max, kind of. Max is going to blow the brakes off Mercedes at Abu Dhabi. It's it's a better overtaking track. They got the hairpin. Oh, dude, he is. He's either going to wreck. It's checkers or wreckers. He's yeah. going to win the race or he's going to wreck Tron. Or Checo is going to wreck Hamilton. <laughs> I would like that. Just a nice little... Master plan. <laughs> yeah, master plan. Yeah, just a nice little uh, wing to the to the right tire. Yeah, Yeah, just a little right rear. Just a little nick to make him pit for a new wing. That's all yes, it takes, sir. right? Just run it over. I don't know. Yeah. Racing incident, not deliberate. It's whatever. Um, I'm, yeah, now, now I'm, I forgot that race was this weekend. It has been two weeks since the last race, so now, now I'm hyped for it. Yep. But uh, that'll do it for us. Guys, remember to stay 
following us on social media and our podcasting platform at Off the Bench XLR on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Most on Instagram. Check us out there if you want updates on our game picks, quotes from the show, and video clips and all that heading into the winter break. Check us out there as well as our podcasting network. Look up Off the Bench on all your major podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and more. Wherever you listen, you can find us there with episodes and recordings of all episodes from our last three seasons. Check us out there. Guys, remember to stay in the game and off the bench and have a good night.